0: The Distraction, hosted by former Deadspin writers Drew McGarry and David Roth, is a new sports podcast coming from Defector and Stitcher. Join the guys and their guests as they break down the week in sports while addressing their fair share of off-the-field issues. Whether it's discussing NBA players getting testy in the bubble, Bill Belichick cutting 80% of his roster just to keep himself interested, or horrifying takes from sports talk radio that need to be broken down, Drew and Roth are ready to serve you some hot sports action but do stick around for a few extra distractions. You deserve them. Listen and subscribe to The Distraction, a Defector podcast, right now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.
1: Maybe I'm crazy, but I am 100% for saving the aliens from Area 51.
0: Ooh,
2: saving them? Yes. Is, is that, was that what We're the We're going initial- to rescue them. Well, not, the, not yes. we.
1: Not we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People I'm, I might who do, I support right are going to rescue the aliens. Out. Yeah, we're, we'll talk about it later.
2: Maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm not,
1: maybe I'm not. Welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. I'm Joy Taylor, that's Brandon Newman. Hola. We believe in aliens. Yes, what um, shirt are you wearing today? A Snoop Doggy Dog actually. Ooh, sure.
2: the dog pound. Okay. Snoop, stay relevant, boy. Um... Uh, are you coaching I'm, I'm, linebacker, football linebackers coach, for football Ball coach. State? I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a football state of mind. It see is the, football
1: field. It's, it's coming back.
2: You can't smell the grass, but you can think about it yeah. at this point in time. We are. We're right in that you know very I
1: mean? specific transitional period. It yes. can't start in what, two weeks? Uh,
2: yeah, they report on the. 28th I yeah believe. so
1: we're we're right there we can see it on the horizon yes, just yes. The, the the very edge mm-hmm. of the ball the laces mm-hmm. if you will peeking Ooh. out over the horizon so we I'm are gonna have ready. tj tj hushmanzada on the show today hey, to talk hey. about some of that um upcoming football uh miss um and we're <laughs> to him about the nba too yes. um get some of that in as well mm-hmm. and uh and find out uh how millennial he is Maybe we'll ask him some millennial Ooh, questions too. I like that. We're also gonna talk about the big move, Russell Westbrook teaming up with James Harden. We haven't yes. discussed that yet. Super mm-hmm. duper duper early MVP combo mm. for the NBA um zeke's got some stuff going on with the cowboys who lots of thoughts on you uh do. lebron and ad they're not they're not switching jerseys that's actually not happening trick your mind um have some thoughts on the sixers yep. ben simmons just got paid um as we discussed the aliens also anonymous gms from the uh, nba are, are sharing their thoughts on players that they will never have on their teams clearly they love it um, based off of their quotes uh culture report Finished stranger things yes Big thoughts, yes. Big thoughts. The big takeaways. wild uh, finale of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, big 007 James Bond updates. Yes. And um, you know they're, they're coming for the millennials again. And um, we here. We here to take you the You know. Lane. We're, yeah. We yeah. I mean, we always do. We, yeah, have to bl- we have take for. the blame for everything. For you this. know. We're lazy. Right. You know. We were ruining the environment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We demand equal pay. Right. Like all these evil things. Um, <laughs> Don't remember phone numbers. Yeah. I mean, we oh, always on our phones. Like we invented them or something. Um, Anyway, so let's get started with T.J. Hushmanzada. All right, T.J. Hushmanzada, thanks for joining us again. We appreciate it. We were just talking about um, Old Town Road because did you hear the remix? Oh, the remix to the
2: remix? No.
1: Oh there's, yeah there's a oh, well yes exactly I should yes. yeah I should say appropriately the remix of the remix right. to, yeah They put the cuz Billy Ray Cyrus was the remix and then yeah
2: Right they put Young Thug and uh Mason Ramsey remember, he was a yoda yeah, the yeah, yeah. little, little, little yeah. Walmart guy he went and came in and killed so it So I'm gonna uh Yeah he came in and I... killed yeah. it I'll give you the timestamp so you can skip it. Are all, all the, the lyrics shit. different uh, well, they should be, but they're not. No. no okay,
1: not. so, all right, so this song, like, well, it's really actually very relevant to sports because when this song really started Hidden mm-hmm. was during the college football playoffs and yes. it was in every locker room. Yeah. Like, guys are going crazy. And now it's taken over the entire world and all of our lives. And if you have children, then you know this is the song This and Sunflower yeah. by Post Malone, thanks to Spider oh, Man, oh, are so the cr- kids' number one songs in life. Yeah. You yeah. have children? Well, Earl has two children. And, Man, and my kids, this is, <laughs> no Nine lie. and four. This song. And Sunflower, yeah. My,
3: my son turn the song on, Sunflower, I'm like, huh? Oh, did you
1: see how he just looked at me? This, the, these are the kids' songs. Yes. Like, we get in the car, and those are the two songs.
2: They can't the run the summer, though. Kids can't run the summer. They run no, it. they do. They run everything. When you have kids, what are you talking about? You,
3: you
1: don't make decisions anymore. Run the
2: summer, run the, <laughs> run ball, run the run
1: all run life. okay Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, no. um, that and Juju on that beat is, is, is oh, his jam, yeah. but that's oh, like yeah. a throwback jam for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he starts with Old Town Road, and then it is Sunflower, and yes. then he'll ask for Juju on that beat. And he knows every word to all of them, but 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 yeah, so Old Town Road is like, it's taken over the entire world. And so now you were talking about the lyrics when you really, we've listened to it so much that you actually start to break down the lyrics, which I feel like is dangerous because, you know, we had some songs growing up that were not really appropriate. True.
2: True that, true that. You know, I, I like, broke down Ashley's first hit, and I was like...
1: One of my favorite songs okay. as, as, nice a, as a very young child, as as being raised on Whitney Houston, was Queen of the Night. Not an appropriate song for a young child.
2: No, 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 no. Peaches and Cream was my brother's favorite song yeah, growing nope, up. Yeah, nope, not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's right. yeah, on. Just,
1: um, okay, so we were talking... <laughs> the Madden ratings came out. Very easy transition. Yes. Um, the Madden ra- ratings came out. You told a story on The Herd earlier. Players really actually care about Madden ratings, right? 100%. Do so you you actually forced your way into a higher Madden rating?
3: Yeah, I was mad. Like the it came out one year, and I don't know what I was ranked, but I thought I should have been ranked higher. And I said something in an interview, and they ranked me higher.
1: How much higher? Like significantly, or like enough that you felt? I like... might have
3: been like ninety, and I went to like a ninety-three or ninety-four. That's a
1: big jump.
3: And so, but it was rightfully so. It was guys that were they weren't better than me. And they were hard. It was a lot of guys that weren't better than me that was always ranked Who higher. Who was not
1: particular? That, I don't like,
3: remember exactly. But by this time, I had been playing well. Right. So I'm like, y'all, re- it's really a respect thing more so than anything oh, else. Like, you really got this dude rated higher than me? Mm-hmm. Y'all tripping.
1: So do you think that it is disrespectful to the other receivers in the league that DeAndre Hopkins is 99?
3: Yeah. But I will say this.
1: But is, my- he, is he a 99?
3: If he's a 99, Julio Jones is a 99 as well. Easy. So and Julio the list can go on too. So to me, Julio Jones is the best receiver in the league, and then it's DeAndre Hopkins to mm. me. Well, and so Julio I Jones can't, is a 98. I, so I can't argue both. If I'm DeAndre Hopkins. I like my 99. Of course. <laughs> but right. if I'm Julio Jones and I got a 98, I might not like that I'm not a 99, but I'm cool with a 98. Yeah, yeah you cool. With I'm cool, but yeah. I think DeAndre Hopkins is the second best receiver in the league, so I'm okay with that. Okay, okay. so you
1: – all right, so do you have DeAndre Hopkins above Antonio Brown? Or I do. You, have, oh, you do. Why?
3: Just because Antonio Brown has played with Ben Roethlisberger his entire career. Mm. And he's – Ben Roethlisberger is as many faults as he has – Uh, Antonio Brown gonna see like oh man I divorced my wife and I can't even get her back now Mm. he gonna see
1: well the Raiders are gonna be interesting I think we're all gonna see the Raiders and and
3: that's why I put Hopkins ahead of uh, Antonio just because Hopkins quarterback is better in Watson than Brown's is in Carr
1: Okay. Okay, I could see I like that. that. Okay, Do you yeah. think that Aaron Rodgers is being disrespected because he has six guys yeah, ahead very of him? Now, so. very good guys ahead of him. It's right. not like there's any busters above him, but they gave him a rating of 90.
3: Yeah, he sh- he should be rated higher. He should at worst be the third guy on there. But
1: so it goes Mahomes, Brady, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers.
3: Yeah, I would So who Rod- would you
1: move him above?
3: All of them except for Brady and Mahomes. TJ. And Mahomes
2: is, huh? They they base this off of what happened last year. Right, right, right.
3: Yeah, but I'm a receiver. True. You say, well, who, okay. who do I want me throwing the ball? All I ain't right. getting down the field like. Mahomes likes to do it, so I don't even want Mahomes. But I would take Brady. You not
1: trying to run like that? Yeah, I'm not getting down the field
3: like that. So I mean, that first round. Hey, that he, yeah. he <laughs> he ain't, he
2: ain't first
3: one. I'm I vibing with Mahomes, but he's good. Right. But I'm taking Brady. I'll take Phillip Rivers. I'll take I'll take all these quarterbacks. But will I take him over Aaron Rodgers? Nah, maybe the only guy is Brady. If you twist more we can argue
2: Breeze. But Aaron that, Rodgers from the sack, he literally is out the game. He he's, he gets sacked and he is done for a week or two. Aaron Rodgers, durability don't got nothing to do with it. I mean,
3: we're stretching that a little bit, right? Just,
2: but no, <laughs> no. I mean, if
3: durability has something to do with it, then why is Andrew Luck on there?
2: Mm.
3: Okay, so um, Aaron Rodgers just a natural thrower of the ball. There's nobody better. It's <laughs> him and then. Impri- Probably Matthew Stafford as far as natural thrower of the oh. ball. It's oh, another bad one. I'm just telling yeah, you,
1: TJ. What are what? you talking about? Joy. Okay, well, so all so right. So Golden you, Tate said, "You live well, out here." You brought up I'm Matthew a, Stafford. I didn't. I no. didn't summon that name. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> You're gonna have to explain yes. yourself.
3: And so. There's a lot of animosity between those two. It has to be. Everybody knows why. Okay, right. so we'll tell the story so we'll, real quick.
1: Golden Tate. He said that Matthew Stafford basically. He basically said Matthew Stafford is the best quarterback he's played with. Right. He played with Russell Wilson. So right. shout uh, out Golden
2: Tate, Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, you my know boy. him.
1: Okay, that's so you can maybe ask him to explain
3: Tate himself. Tell, so get the real story. Well, so yeah, do your job. You. you know, he probably already knows. But that's what do you another. Mean you already that's know? another tell story. story. That's another. You, you can't tell that. You.
1: Ways you, to can't
2: t- you, can't, is, yeah, you can't pop, talk you you can't part of the on job. open cases. You can't
1: Find ways
2: to work it yeah, into the story. Dame, <laughs> the story. Yeah, he went to Find other people who had pieces of it, and then you
1: connect the dots. True that, true that,
3: true All true right, that. And So this is what I'll say. I've never really been around Matthew Stafford. So the last week and a half, the guys that I work with, I've actually had a chance to be around him. That boy throws the ball. Mm. Like, he really, really throws the ball. Now, is Golden Tate Hayden? Yes, he is. But when you lo- when you look at it, you look at Golden Tate's stats with Seattle, four years. Golden Tate's stats with Detroit, four years. He should think Matthew Stafford is better. He had damn near twice as many catches, damn near twice as many yards, yeah. and almost double the touchdowns. So if I play with Russell Wilson it, and I get this, no, and then I play with Stafford and I get that, it's
2: different because Golden was at a different point in his career taking the number one position because Calvin had just left. Now, he got a chance to get worked into it and get all those, you know, go and eat them yak yards up. And it's – the the problem with Detroit is they lo- They were losing so much.
3: It's a lot of gar- garbage yards and garbage catches. Amen. But Amen. You, they, when you look at the end of the season, True. they all add up the same. And that's
2: where the money comes from. And, and exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah.
3: Golden Tate is looking at statistically, I did well yeah. with Matthew Stafford, and I was just okay with Russell Wilson. So, part of it is the truth in Golden Tate's eyes. It's the best Buddy. part of quarterback you Okay, with.
1: but, all right, so maybe all those things are fair, right? Not, like, just to remember what we all play for is wins, right? We're not right? saying Russell mm-hmm.
3: Wilson is a—that uh, Matthew Stafford is a superior quarterback, but in Golden Tate's eyes, for his career mm-hmm.
1: So he did, did better with Matthew Stafford mm-hmm. for all the reasons no you just mentioned. comparison, way better. Okay, but do, don't you think—don't you think, like, just a little bit—and look, we, all, we get it, all right? We all are on the same page. But don't you feel like Russell Wilson just gets disrespected, like, just a little bit? He
3: does, and— it, He gets disrespected because he's a black quarterback and he doesn't act the way people thinks he should act. That's just the reality of it. And I don't know if anybody's ever said it. This is probably the first time I've ever said it. But that's just the reality of it. It's like, he don't act the way we want him to act.
1: Well, I don't care how he acts. It's not my problem. But is that why? No, I understand the perception of Russell perception, Wilson. Yes. And it's right. I, I don't like to say that because I don't want to give people who like that.
3: That's just that, right. that,
1: that animosity amongst us ammunition. So yes, I, I don't want to talk about and that. I, and I'm but, on the but, same page. But I'm saying but that's, why. but that's why he gets disrespected. He
3: does get disrespected. He Russell Wilson is a lot better than what people give him credit for. He, he is. Yeah, it is just the persona. Did we need to
1: pull up that play where he literally ran in like fifteen circles? No, he's amazing. He's really good. He avoided like ten sacks. Yeah. And still threw a touchdown. I'm exaggerating. But he's, he's, so like, good. he's really good. No, he's
2: so good that people forget that we're watching the NFL when you watch him play sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm you not shouldn't be take allowed to do that. You shouldn't <laughs> I'm not be allowed, taking it that far. You shouldn't be allowed to do the things he Because that's college. You know, it's like, when they, they're like, oh, that's a college play. Russell Wilson He makes does a plays great job. out of plays that but, shouldn't but, be. But I mean, if, if, if I'm going to argue with you here, which we are, you
3: say, <laughs> damn, he does have Pete Curl. He played with defensively. Yes, he yes. played with arguably four to five <sighs> Hall of Famers. Who's
1: done that? Okay. Yeah. Well, this year, who's done this that? This year, right. he's not going to have that situation. So no. he will get to prove. At
3: least he'll still have one on he'll, defense okay. and oh, right, Bobby but, Wagner. But, but, right. but
1: TJ, though, come no, no, no. on. Like, name the great, great quarterbacks who have won multiple championships that didn't have a a good coach with them. Like. Brady. Everyone could argue mm. that part, that half of their, their success is Belichick. Yeah, and I have. I think Brady's the greatest ever. Like, I don't think Belichick is there without Brady. But I also they don't go think hand that. Bra- hand. Yeah, like they I don't think, I think they go hand in hand. Like mm-hmm. with football, that's a situation. Basketball is different. LeBron has mm-hmm. has never played True. with a Hall of Fame coach. True.
2: He wins that, championships when the coach gets changed. That's that season, right? That's less it. people so, on the court. That's what I'm saying.
1: It's a completely different so comparison such situation, a different game. but like yes. it's a team sport and the coach really matters. Like so, I don't like that. Like oh, well, he has Pete Carroll. Yeah, but like it, they need Pete Carroll, and Pete, he doesn't play both sides of the ball. They need only, a good defense. It's not only
3: Pete Carroll. You got Richard Sherman. Oh, there's a lot more. The, Cam the Chancellor, yeah. Earl Thomas, Michael Ben. I mean, you have. When Most Lager, Super you Bowl have, teams no, no, are great not, teams. How many Super Bowl teams have on defense mm-hmm. and for consecutive years,
2: four Hall of Famers? Not many. No. Not and when you many. have a defense like that, you can do stuff like we've seen Russell Wilson and open up the playbook on offense because you know you got that defense. So not, the variables. They're, they're giving up,
3: I'm guessing here, add a,
2: they're giving up less than 12,
3: 10 to 12 points a game. I probably can play quarterback and win that game. Oh,
1: okay.
2: See, like, I, know, I, I, I said probably. We not were, that I could. We were, probably. Are, probably. And then that's it, how you it, end you all
0: can, yeah. it, it, all conversation. And I, I can cannot, throw you a couple screen I passes. I
1: am not out there going to get Pat White in the situation. I can't get hit once. There past. are Spurls out there? That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. that's, I, I, actually, I would run very fast because yeah, I was yeah. not trying to get hit. Football is not the sport for me. At all. Um, okay. Oh, so, boy. the Cowboys have a little bit of a situation on their hands. I am very pro. Everybody gets money Mm -hmm. and I think especially if you've earned it which Dak Prescott in my eyes has um, I don't know why Cowboys maybe Cowboys fans do you guys not have um, like the internet because if you look on the internet you could find the record before I'm pointing at Ashley because she's a big Cowboys fan Uh, when Tony Romo went down how bad you were very bad and then Dak Prescott came in and then he saved the day right and then we had that whole year where they were like really they really were thinking can you remember the time when they thought they were going to take Dak Prescott out and put Tony Romo back in?
3: God, I God. do remember that. Yeah. That. Romo crazy. got that's healthy, they were, saying, right? they were he really be thinking about doing that. I remember that, I yes. What
1: an insane thing to think. I remember and that. now they think that they're not going to pay Dak Prescott. And I think that's just insane. Like, there's talk that they should just let his contract play out and just try and find someone in that's the draft. Crazy. Had they and I low key wow. kind of hope that happens. I, I, I kind of hope it happens. I love that the Cowboys are good because they're great to talk about. Obviously, right. it's great for our business when Cowboys mm-hmm. are good. But it's so insane to me that they're not going to pay Dak that I almost hope it does happen. And then they go back to that state that they were in before when Tony Romo went down. Do you think that they should pay Dak whatever it is, that the max of whatever it is? Eventually, he's not going to be the highest-paid quarterback. Like He's not going to be the highest-paid quarterback for the next 15 years. That's not how the contracts work.
3: I do believe they should pay Dak. Now, I'm not. I'm a proponent of guys getting their money. Obviously, I was a player. He should not make more than Aaron Rodgers, mm. and yes. and that's just the reality of it. But the Cowboys are screwed this but up. But out of
1: principle or out of the fact that now, like like it's going to handicap the team because to me like the the idea of like I he don't believe make in more... a handicap. they
3: man, they got enough money. They can structure these contracts where they can really overload the salary in a certain year for the salary cap, and then. Down and then the salary cap will drop. They they can the cap number will they can figure out a way to make this work. What I'm saying is this last this past fall, the Cowboys could have given Dak Prescott $26 million a year, and everybody would have thought, oh my God, they're crazy. He's overpaid. If he takes $26 million now, everybody's gonna look at him and say, Why would you do that? Right. So number one, they've misplayed this big time. They yeah. have to pay him because mm-hmm. it's just what you just said. When Romo got hurt. Here comes Dak Prescott with the life vests and rafts saving the whole team in organization. Yeah. He brought them back to relevance. You got it. That comes with a price tag. Yeah, it does. That come, take what he's doing on the field. This is off the field. That mm. comes with a price tag. They mm. also
1: won the division.
3: Yeah. I said this earlier. Won a
1: playoff game. Yeah,
3: finally. What do they talk about for quarterbacks? What do they want you to do as a quarterback? It's just two things. Win and lead. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott does both of those things. Ooh. He checks both of those. He wins, and he leads the team. You got a pain.
1: him. I, I mean, I, everything that you're saying is what I've been saying. The, the longer they wait, the, the more you got to pay him.
3: Joe Flacco, Baltimore Ravens situation. Ooh, the longer exactly. they wait. Yes. But the it's the truth, though. Wait. It's
1: the truth, though. And, and God, it's I'm right. Bad. He's 100% right. They could have figured this whole situation out before. Now, all of a sudden, Carson Wentz, which, by the way, and I, I don't mean any disrespect to Carson Wentz, because I, I do think he's a great talent. But I'm sorry, Dak has had a better career than Carson Wentz.
2: But he this, has.
1: Like, I don't, it's, it's, joy, I don't you care know that you were in the MVP conversation. You weren't available. And it's not his crazy, fault that he don't. got injured, but he has had two major injuries, one more, and you're freaking Sam Bradford. When you bring
3: up, mm. when, when you bring up mm. Carson Wentz,
1: Sam
3: Bradford, why the, why does sports work this way? You know why that's the case. Where was he drafted? Ooh. That's why. And Dak Prescott was in the that's not yes. overall. That's round. Fourth right. round versus so the second pick. That's why. Oh, Carson Wentz, you were the second pick. We're going to pay you now. Dak Prescott, you are a fourth rounder. We're going to make you wait. We're not looking at the stats and saying, "Oh, they're comparable." Oh, it's where you were picked. How did we think of you yep. when you first came that's into the, the draft league? Matters. That's why. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. But if you compare them side by side, it, Dak has had a better career. Like it's not, it's not even. It's not even comparable. Yeah. Dak is, is healthy. And and Carson Wentz is great. He's a leader and he's super Would talented. Do you agree
3: with me that the rosters are it's not like Dak Prescott's guys around him are so much better than Philadelphia? No. no. Very comparable. No, no, no. no. Very, Very comparable. comparable. Very, good Very comparable. comparable. And I understand
1: he has Zeke, and that's a big part of it, and we'll talk about Zeke in a second. Mm-hmm. I understand he has Zeke, but so what? Jared Goff had Todd Gurley. Like, hello, it's a team sport. Okay. You need either a great defense, right. or you need a, an explosive offense, pieces on offense. It's a team sport. You can't do everything yourself. It's not basketball. You need other at least one other great piece on either side mm-hmm. of the ball to be successful. That's, I, don't, I don't care about all that. It's not like he's carrying the team. My point with Dak is it's silliness with, these, with this, oh, he can't be the highest paid quarterback. Stop getting caught up on that. The next guy that gets paid is going to be the highest paid quarterback, and then that he's not the highest paid quarterback. And as far as the money goes, he's been on a fourth-round contract for his entire career. Yeah. You haven't been paying him no. And you haven't put the pieces around him with all that extra money that you have, not being tied up in him, yeah. to get him to a Super Bowl. What you, else you is he what, supposed you know to do? You know what
3: annoys me, too, though, is how they'll say, oh, you have to take a discount like Tom Brady.
1: No, we ain't talking about no, no, Tom okay. Brady, when
3: he signed his first deal, he was the high paid quarterback in the league. He was the high paid quarterback in the league. He so he people, the for, yeah. people forget about that. Oh, he might take a discount now. Oh, I forgot about it. But you're not taking no discount. That first time you get a crack at that big contract, mm-hmm. you don't take discounts. No, you take discounts after, but, but also, not the first Tom, time. Tom though. Brady,
1: you're absolutely right. And Tom Brady is not even a part of this conversation. But first of all, Tom like Brady the, uh, has the has along with him. Okay, first of all, he had he had huge success at the, very early in his career. A, B, he is alongside arguably the greatest coach in NFL history. It's very easy to take a discount when you're in that situation because you know that coach you can trust that he's going to put the pieces around you to get you to another super Bowl. Okay, 20s. we're not taking discounts mm, in our twenties. We're not taking discounts in our twenties, and 20s. we're mm. not taking a discount with Jason Garrett. No offense. Okay. <laughs> and lastly, which we are going to mention because it's important, he's married to Gisele Bundchen. Is worth a hundred million dollars. That's not his friend. Hey, you know what Okay, they're married. <laughs>
3: You, you know what people never Equally bring up? Equally yoked. People never bring this up. I haven't heard this on oh, TV, man. radio, podcast. Where's Tom Brady's TB12 facility at? I don't know. It's on a... Area 51? No, no, no. <laughs> <Damn> Area 51. <laughs> it's on like, what? Patriot Place? Yeah. It's in that property. Uh, what, what you think he acquired that at? You think he paid full wow. asking price, real estate value for that? No so, I'll take a discount, oh and I'm going to help God. you out after football. Ain't nobody's ever brought that up. So, do you think he really paid dollar it. for dollar for that property? No. no. I don't think so. No. So, if you're going to give me this. I we are
1: speculating.
3: Very much speculation. But, but. what I'm saying, even if I got a small discount, I'm making so much money now off of this on the property yeah. a property of patriots.
1: Yeah, I mean Tom Brady, it's not a comparable situation. So, so yeah. no so, discounts
3: in your 20s. Yeah, no, no. no
1: discounts. That said, somebody who's really not trying to get a discount is Zeke. So Zeke has 2 years left on his deal and he's talking about holding out going into the uh into training camp. Right. I don't I don't understand it, I especially considering the fact that he once again had an incident <laughs> Off the field which i don't care about and i know i do not care about guys getting in trouble off the field anymore i will not discuss it that is my official stance not
2: during off season
1: no like it's not it's not it's no longer so minor at um yes Um, but it is zeke so it's he already has (laughs) a list so it just everything gets elevated that said i don't really feel like he's trustworthy off the field like it's all it's always something with him and he is the number one running back in the league to me, but what are you doing holding out a training camp two years out?
3: He's looking at it as if he's watching a lot of TV. They're going to mm. run him in the dirt, and we're going to get rid of you. Guys, let's go back to getting the field, getting trouble off the field. Just hire security, man. Pay $1, uh, yeah, no, a $1,000 a night. It. It's cheaper than an attorney if you get in trouble. A $1,000 mm. every time you go out for a really good two guys to secure you. It's cheaper than an attorney because you're going to spend thousands once you get in trouble. Why
1: don't the cowboys do that? So, is, how the, is that right? not a good investment do for the cowboys? Do it yourself.
3: You, when you go out and you get a table, how much you spending to impress the women? Thousands, plural. Go get your security and spend 1000 and you, you don't have those problems. Yeah. Mm. He navigates you through those. Number one, if Ezekiel Elliott is smart, I'm not holding out. Number Just go there and hurt your hamstring. And let them play without you. Hurt your back. You can't diagnose those things. Oh, my back hurt. Oh, we no, it hurts. My hamstring, it hurts. Can't like go. don't don't hold out because you losing money trying to get money. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's what Le'Veon should have done last year. Don't yeah. don't let that money go. Get, go to practice. Up, oh, my hamstring hurt. And Y'all gonna pay me this? I'm gonna still get this money. I'm not gonna give up money to get money. You can, with two years, you, but you doesn't can,
1: that hurt? Like, a lot a, of guys do that. A,
3: a lot of guys do that. Really? A lot of guys do that where. They'll go there and I'm hurt now. And y'all the coaches know that you really not hurt. But they, they So get it, it doesn't
1: hurt you in the contract moving forward that you were injured?
3: No, because once you start making progress on that uh contract, I'm starting to feel a little better now. Shouts out to Kawhi Leonard. That's just the truth. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that that's the truth. And, and so that's what you have to do. Ezekiel Elliott, they're gonna try to run him in the ground. Mm and give you the ball every down we can. We're going to get the fifth-year option that we already picked up. We're going to franchise you at about $12 million a year. All right, somebody else can sign you. But
2: isn't his argument starting to get null and void? Because as these years continue, running backs become least and least relevant, and it's not as important. Running back by committee wins Super Bowls, clearly. That's true. But
3: Ezekiel is the best back in the game. Him and Le'Beon are the best two running backs in the game. Yeah. And you can it's true for everybody. Probably not those two, and maybe mm-hmm. Todd Gurley. But then you look at Todd Gurley's situation That's last what I'm year. He's out now. But it's that is true. But those guys are special. Yeah. I mean they they can run on first down in between the tackles. They can get outside edge. They can run away from you. Oh, I can pick the blitz up. Oh, I'll catch a pass on third down too. they can do everything. There's not many guys that can do that. It's really not. And you think it's replaceable, and then you get into a season and you say up. Oh, the season down the drain because we didn't want to pay this guy.
2: Yeah, you can't do it. The Steelers stayed afloat last year. What they? Huh? huh? The Steelers stayed afloat when when the playoffs came. Where were they at? And they was yeah, that's not yeah. a float. Yeah. There was okay. a Titanic. Okay. Yeah,
3: okay. I would agree with right? that. Right? Yeah, yeah. I would agree with there that. They was a float. To that hole, and then that water <laughs> started coming through yeah. there. And right. quick. Exactly. Yeah, it did.
1: Um, all right. Well, speaking of the Steelers, let's talk about the AFC North really quickly. I, I don't have good feelings about the Steelers this year. I do think they'll be better than the Browns, but I'm not. I'm not feeling the the championship run in them this year. I think that it was. I think it was a squandered opportunity to have Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger, and Le'Veon Bell, and not win a championship. I don't know how you do that. I think that there's plenty of blame to go around to everyone in that situation. Mm-hmm. It's not any one particular person's fault, but I think it was a breakdown in culture that caused that to happen. That said, what do you think of the AFC North? Because the Browns seem to think that they're winning a Super Bowl this year. <laughs>
3: That's a tough division. It, it is. On paper. Yeah. Well, you go with the Browns. Well, except for the Bengals. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you. And I, I'm not gonna really talk about the Bengals because it seems like I'm a homer. Right. But yes. If you look at their players and you look at everybody else's players, they they I match up personnel wise,
2: personnel wise, player for player for player. Okay, but would you, right there. would you argue that that's every year though? That's like, every year. Every year, every year every... you look at the Bengals, the, okay. the roster, and you're like,
3: okay, yeah, okay, okay. And then 2018 season started off four and one, injury, 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 injury. Mm-hmm. So that you could say that derailed their season. Right. But they started off four and one, and they had a ton of injuries. Now Zach Taylor, can he get in there? Like with the Browns, I'm more so, I'm sold on our personnel. I'm, yeah. I'm not worried about Odell and Baker. Because Baker has that personality. Right. Yeah. As long as they get Odell, to, he's a receiver. If he ain't getting the ball, he's upset. That's every receiver in the league. Right. The, your favorite receiver, that's really nice. But when that camera's not around, is cussing the coach out. Baker Mayfield can handle that. Yeah. I'm concerned more so with Freddie Kitchens. How do you go from mm. being a position coach to an interim coordinator to a head coach? He, for me, is the only question mark I have with the Browns. The players can get it done. Can he lead them the right way is my only concern. And so that division is tough. I, I think the Steelers are going to take a step back. I, I really do. You can't replace Antonio Brown. You can't replace Le'Veon Bell. Um, that division, Baltimore Baltimore's always going to play great defense. Amen. And I just said the Bengals, their roster is good. I'm not really going – I'm hoping they can get out there and play. But you look at their receivers. hmm Top in the league. I'm not saying number one, but they top five.
1: Yeah. Okay. So who who do you pick right now? Super early. Oh, if season. I had
3: to pick right now, I we'll would go with Cleveland. And the question mark is the head coach, Freddie Kitchens. I like the players. Um, no,
1: that's, that's well. Aside from the incessant losing culture that's existed in Cleveland forever,
3: how many of those guys have ex- experienced that?
1: I, no, it's it's fair, yeah. and I do think that they are working this year to mm-hmm. erase that culture mm-hmm. from existence. They do have new players. Freddie Kitchens is my question mark too, and not, I'm not rooting against him. Like I, I want Cleveland to be successful. All of Cleveland thinks everybody hates them and like just wants them to lose, and they don't understand uh, having a, a a complete horrible team in the league is literally not good for anyone. It's not good for the league. It's not good for the players. Right. It's not good for media. Nobody wants a dud. Nobody. Right. You can't watch the game like that's nobody wants that. It's just not. We don't care that much to wish losing. They better upon go you. two and two, but, 3, and,
3: three and one. In the first four, or else it's. When you, I've been on losing teams a lot, and them first four games are paramount. It's very, very important because if you go one and three, it's like, oh, here we go again. <gasps>
1: oh, my God, no. They can't go one and three. huh. so no. that's the They key. got a tough schedule.
2: You okay, have okay to but they not the go they one got and a three. I'm not hey, worried about that I'm worried about that schedule. Every schedule is tough
3: before the season starts, and then you start planning, but like, oh they, oh, they, oh, they weak this year. Oh, they weak this year. And so you got to get off to a good start because when you have a losing culture, you don't
2: get off to a good start. Is, mm-hmm. oh, it's man. this again. Here, yeah, yeah, here but we go again. Because they, they gotta believe. They gotta believe in kitchens too. That's the only thing they they question. They in the locker room like, I don't know about this dude, but we got Pittsburgh.
3: It. They gonna play defense. Mm-hmm. Baltimore. They gonna play defense. We, we don't know what the Bengals gonna do, but we know <laughs> Baltimore and Pittsburgh gonna <laughs> right. play defense. Yeah. So those division games, they not gonna be easy. Yeah, yeah. they're not gonna be Bengals easy. Bengals gonna beat up a bunch of teams. The Bengals have talent. They gotta show me.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Win it or it. 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 quit it. What? Win We about to turn up in the be- NBA. All right, what am I winning or quitting today?
2: The Oklahoma City Thunder have traded Russell Westbrook to the Houston Rockets for Chris Paul and some picks, reuniting former MVPs Westbrook and James Harden for the first time since 2012. The Lakers have been pretty dysfunctional lately, but joy, the Rockets are going to be the most dysfunctional team in the NBA next season. Win it or quit it.
1: Most dysfunctional?
2: Dysfunctional.
1: Um, ooh. That's a little stumper there. Uh I'm gonna quit it. Oh, I'm gonna quit it. Whoo! Um, there's always, well, first of all, the Lakers are going to have some issues. Like, that's just, I mean, come on. It's a yeah, no, right, perfect you're right, yes, setup. You're right. You're right. We can, we can see it. I can play yeah, it out. Yeah. I can write it for you yes. in a script what's going to happen. It like, yes. I don't think, I don't, I mean, am I ready to say this? I don't think Frank Vogel finishes the season. I, this, oh. I don't want to get like that far into it just mm. yet. It's a little premature. I think the Sixers could have some mm. issues. You know, there's right. some other teams out there. Um, that, I'm gonna say something very dramatic right now. Okay. All right, I am I, rooting for the Rockets this season. What, you,
2: what? no, Joey, no! The Houston ones? You can't, how, why? Westbrook. Oh it always comes down to Westbrook. Here's the thing. Mm. Here's the thing.
1: Okay. Now there's a lot there's a lot going on here. All right. First Clearly. of all, everyone freaked out and was like, Oh my God, James Harden, high usage rate. Russell Westbrook, high usage rate. Over Lots of, the of turnovers. Mm-hmm. They actually they have so many turnovers. It's like one yes. after the other, the most turnovers ever. Double, 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 um, double. But my thing is, it doesn't come down to Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Mm-hmm. Westbrook and Harden have known each other since high school. They were on the same Pango's All American team together. They've known each other mm. a very long time. They played three years together, including a finals in Oklahoma City. I know everyone forgets that the three of them were on a team together, Durant, yeah. Harden, and Westbrook, in Oklahoma City. It sounds crazy because how the hell could you have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook on the same team, and now none of them, you don't have them anymore. Mm. It's not even been 10 years. They're all gone. Poof. They don't have a any team anymore. To be
2: fair, the team was in Oklahoma City. So what City. you're trying to
1: tell me is that you drafted Kevin Durant, James Harden and Russell Westbrook, and none of them are on your team anymore, right? But,
2: but they got picks now.
1: Hell of picks. So many right? picks.
2: To so just do that again, possibly. So many picks. So anyway, win. my point is, yes.
1: um, everyone thinks that they're not going to work together, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't see it that way. I think that Russell Westbrook was never a traditional point guard to begin with. True. So the the issue is his shooting, right? Like mm-hmm. they are, they shoot the most threes of any team in the league. They are uh, way into analytics and this is not an analytics move, but it is a Daryl Morey move because he believes in getting star- the most stars. They are, they were a championship level team for the past couple years. They just yeah. weren't able to get past the Warriors, mm-hmm. which Look, all right. So you're the Raptors of the West pre Kawhi. Like that's just oh. that's just facts. That's yeah. what you are. Okay. That's what yeah. you are. You couldn't get past LeBron. Rockets couldn't get past the Warriors. That's just like they. That's how it is. But mm-hmm. the Warriors are not constructed the same way as they have been in the past. Right. So this is your year. They didn't lose any of their X factor pieces in order to get him. They they lost some picks, which whatever. Who cares about picks? Everyone's stockpiling these picks. Great. Do something with them like I mean they are valuable but right. I I would prefer to have Russell Westbrook Russell Westbrook is an incredible upgrade from Chris Paul obviously mm. Chris Paul is a better shooter yes but make Three it point work only, when I look much. at this situation I don't see Russell Westbrook and James Harden uh, clashing heads and there's too much personality in the room and Westbrook's going to want to come and take over the team and it, it was clear that there were issues with Westbrook and the OKC situation from the very beginning okay yeah. and it never worked there it was never going to work there it's not all on Westbrook as I mentioned before you had Kevin Durant and James Harden Okay, like, give me a break. Yeah. Westbrook can't do everything. He can't play every game, average triple-double, and put the team together. At some point or another, Sam Presti and Billy Donovan have to take some blame for what's going on in this situation. And all this talk about, like, oh, well, you know, he has all this power and control, and he makes all these decisions. Who him, you drafted him. He didn't come into the league as LeBron James. You created the environment that allowed him to make all these decisions. Now you want to complain? So, You're the one who gave him all the power. You're so, the one that said that uh, was okay. You're the one that turned the franchise over to him. At one point or another, build a culture that makes sense. Hello? If you if they come to me here at Fox, like you get to make all the decisions. Awesome! <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like, say, you sorry. know what? That's yeah. very gracious, yes. but i prefer if someone else made all the decisions for me. We don't know where do exactly. they do that at. Where do they do that at? Nowhere. That's where it doesn't even make sense. It makes no sense. So, the situation in Houston falls on one person and one person only, and that is Mike D'Antoni. Now, I've made okay. it very clear. I think that his whole situation is very overrated. That's not saying that he's not a good coach. Mm-hmm. That's not saying that he hasn't had success, although, ultimate success to me is measured by championships.
2: championships so, he. Debatably hasn't. He's, okay,
1: fine. Yes. However mm-hmm. you want to look at it. But this is the year. Like you have Russell Westbrook, who is healthy and a star. You have James Harden. You have your X Factor pieces. The Warriors have been at least temporarily wounded. They don't have right. Clay Thompson. They don't have Kevin Durant. Yeah. This is this is the year. This is the situation. I don't want to hear about the Clippers and I don't want to hear about LeBron. Like you guys have been rolling like this and you still have your main star in James Harden that you were rolling with before. So I wanna see what happens. I genuinely, genuinely, I know Rockets fans have had problems with me before, but it's a new day. okay? Just like I used to get on the Raptors, and it was a new day when Kawhi got there. I think this is a great situation for Houston. I want Russell Westbrook to win a championship. Mm. And if it means James Harden's gonna win a championship too, great. (laughs) So that's how I feel about it. Like I, 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 I want Westbrook to win a championship and I actually do want James Harden to win a championship too, because it, it it's so frustrating to have conversations about all-time great players and then have to end it with. But they didn't win a championship, so let's just like take all right, these things right, off right, of right, the right. off of their resume, because right. you know they, they were they were tough to play with and they right. they weren't good locker room guys. Like if you win a championship, you can just erase all of those yeah. silly intangibles off the table. So I think it falls on D'Antoni because whatever the system is, it gets lots of points and everybody's stats go up and all that. That's real cute. Get yourself to the playoffs and make the adjustments that you need. And more importantly, assign appropriate roles. Westbrook is not uncoachable. He just needs to be in a situation where he feels supported and he feels listened to and he feels like he can play his game and play with people that understand how he plays. Which James Harden knows because they've known each other forever. You think the two of them are just like walking in here like, it's going to be my team. No, it's going to be my team. No, it's James Harden's team.
2: Well, the reason James Harden wanted to leave OKC in the first place is because he thought he could finally run a team. He could finally call his shots and have a team. And he was right. The Rockets are that. So to bring Westbrook back into the equation seems problematic. And the same thing you said about Frank Vogel, I think is going to happen with Mike D'Antoni. I don't see him coaching the Rockets in the playoffs at at the end of the day because they're not going to – if there's any static between Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and Mike D'Antoni, who's the weakest link in the equation? Mike D'Antoni, of course. Exactly. I think he's going to get plucked and get moved on out. But this may be the first time we've seen Russell Westbrook with real shooters outside of the year of Paul George. So that's what I'm most interested in. When he drives in and kicks out, some of those people are going to make yeah, those.
1: Yeah, and let's not forget, okay, because everyone wants to like pick on Westbrook's three-point average and all right. that stuff, which, oh, yeah. is, which is fine too. and fair
0: and in the free throws. Year.
1: But he averaged a triple-double. One of those statistics is assist. He's a mm. great passer, mm. so there's great shooters on that yeah. team, clearly, because that's what they do. That's yeah. their whole mantra. Mm-hmm. So I do think it will work. I think it falls on D'Antoni to assign appropriate roles right. to get everyone on the same page. Whether he's that guy to make that happen or not, I don't know. But yeah. t- to me, like this is this is the team I'm watching and like actively rooting for to have success this particular year. I love the Clippers too, but I, like I, really, this. I really, I really do because I want to see Westbrook win a championship. I do.
2: Yeah, and, and Clint Capella is ready to score more than Steven Adams was, and Westbrook gloves passed into a center. So it'll be interesting. I, rooting for the Rockets. So you know what? It's all about growth in
1: life. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Moving on.
1: I was very right about the Raptors. I, I like this. Forget
2: that. The last four NBA seasons have given us four different MVPs, not named LeBron James. Very sad. Steph is finally the best warrior again. Harden has Westbrook Kawhi has Paul George Dame has CJ and AD has LeBron (laughs) I know it's super duper early but Joy with LeBron's help Anthony Davis will win the MVP next season with it or quit it
1: Uh, quit it Anthony Davis is not going to win the MVP next season. Um, This is super duper early. We are aware how early it is because they literally gave Giannis the MVP. I think
2: like three weeks ago. He just (laughs) asked y'all to stop calling him it though, right? And right, so
1: he has actually announced it's now time to predict next year's MVP. Right, Giannis said so. Yes, thank you, Giannis, for the content. Um, Giannis is not going to win MVP next season, and it's because he plays for Milwaukee. And that's just, that's the facts, and it, you can hate how that sounds, but I'm just, I'm telling you how the rest of the world operates, and that's just, that's not going to work. It does ha- just did if, for that team. Right. Okay. But now we're done with we're done yeah, with yeah, that. Okay, okay no, we moved I agree. on. I agree. Now, Giannis would have to have the greatest statistical season in the history of the NBA. They would have to lose two games the entire season in order for him to win the MVP again. Maybe oh. maybe they lose 3 and they're still on, like they might oh, give it to him. Man. He's not going to win back-to-back really MVPs. Required. And that's not a knock. He, he he will be better than he was this year, next year. Okay. He said he be. said he's only at 60%. Yeah, he's but gonna it's just be. that's just not how the MVP award, award works anymore. Right. Now, he has the best odds to win the MVP right now, followed by Steph Curry. Steph Curry is interesting because um, Colin and I were talking about today, like there might be some sympathy mm-hmm. there for Steph Curry because he lost Kevin Durant. He doesn't mm-hmm. have Clay Thompson. And while I do think there will be a little bit of that, I also think there's a tremendous amount of Warriors fatigue so, yes. even though I think they were going to be, a, they're going to be a lot better than people think. I think D'Angelo Russell is huge for them, and everyone, for some reason, forgot D'Angelo Russell is good and functional Very now. I don't all-star. know why everyone's like yeah. trying to act like he just came from the Lakers mm-hmm. or something. He just he was in an all star game, he just led Brooklyn yeah. to the playoffs. I don't, I don't know. That's an incredible move for them. It seems like everyone's just kind of glossing over it because they think he's going to be traded. Like, who cares? They're going to be great when Clay Thompson while gets, he's gets back. Thing. Right yes. while he is there, he's yeah. going to fit right in. It's going to be fine. So, uh, I, I but I just don't see because of the Warriors' fatigue, unless Steph again has a year like Giannis, that they give it to him. All right,
0: I, I think. You're right, but maybe by the end of the year. Because I think the Warriors, by the end of the season, will start to be likable again. And then by the time we go into next yeah. year. Because there was a time a few years ago when it was just the Splash Brothers and Draymond talking a little ish. And we were everyone's second favorite team. We, the Warriors. I, 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 the Warriors were everyone's second like favorite team. And I think, that, I think it'll come back. Because they're still going to be, it's basically returned to that core. It'll be interesting to see. But I, th- I think you're right. I don't know. It's, it's
1: possible. It's possible that we forget the, how much the, everyone hated the Warriors. The, t- the
0: tide's out. Yeah, we'll come back.
1: In. It's possible, it's but true. my thought on the super duper early MVP conversation mm-hmm. is: I think they give it to Kawhi Leonard.
2: <laughs> you can't just give it to Kawhi. Well, he's got to earn it and play in the regular season to get it.
1: Okay, so that's the pushback, right? That he's going to—I don't know how many games he's going to take off this year. Now he took 20 off mm-hmm. last year, but he was coming off of that injury, right. so that was kind of part of the deal. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's going to take that many games off this year. He may just play less minutes during the regular season. Yeah. Like There are, are alternatives here. He's going to have some kind of load management, as all of the stars are going Especially to, as the they should. Well, because yeah. it, as we have known for quite some time now, the NBA regular season is about getting into the playoffs, and for some teams, getting good placement in the playoffs, but for most teams, right. it's just get to the playoffs and then you figure it out, right. which is a smart way to do it because the NBA playoffs are extremely long. So the, as, yeah. as we learned with the Warriors, health is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't even feel like load management should be something that's held against you anymore. Like it's no. it's silly. We all know how this works. Would you? I get it. Like Giannis was available, and that's great, and he right. deserved the MVP. But I don't knock Kawhi Leonard for managing his body. He still had an incredible season, yeah. and I think because he didn't go to the Lakers, he's not going to have that cannibalistic effect on like the like like how the right. Warriors did because they all had mm-hmm. MVC, M- MVP level seasons, right. but they all cannibalized each other in the MVP race. I think my pick is Kawhi Leonard at this point. I think that the Clippers are going to be the best team in the West. And I think they're going to be fun to watch. I think everyone loves that he Thanos the NBA and yes. neutralized all of it. So the big three eras are done for the moment. Mm-hmm. And he didn't go to the Lakers and form this incredibly hateable super team. So I, I think that it's Kawhi Leonard at the, at the end of the year.
2: It's just too easy. I, I, I feel like there's going to be a lot He's of mocking. He's not favored. It, I, there's going to be a lot of mocking of what Kawhi Leonard did. James Harden has better odds at this point. <laughs> Because he has someone, he has someone who has averages ten assists a game, an all star just jumping on the James team. James
1: Arden's going to have an incredible statistical season, but he's not going to be MVP.
2: And he will. It's it's basically going to be like this: the people, the all stars who aren't looking for MVPs, they're going to play as many games as Kawhi did last year. Kawhi's probably going to sit out and chill because Kawhi, let's not forget, was injured during the playoffs and still. Carried the team the entire way. So I think a lot of people are going to try to mimic that amount of games played. And then there's going to be one or two guys actually going for the MVP race, and we'll pay attention to those guys. It so, may both so be who, on the
1: Rockets. So who do you think it is? I'm AD.
2: A- Anthony you think Davis. Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis is 26 years old. Do you think LeBron, they're going to give an LeBron MVP? James, to James.
1: Anthony Davis. I think LeBron he'll take it. James I think he'll
2: team? take it. I think LeBron is going to focus. Just how Restbrook focused in on trying to have Paul George win the MVP last year. I think LeBron trying to get AD. Convincing him that it was the right move to go to the Lakers to play for the Lakers to dominate LeBron moving from point guard removing him away from the basket farther so Anthony Davis has more options to score. Yeah, I think with LeBron James help Anthony Davis will be the
0: MVP next year. LeBron tried to give him his number. Why wouldn't he give him MVP? Yeah, we'll get to that later.
1: That said before we move on from this MVP conversation. Can we just please please just please 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 just give out the MVP at the end of this regular season, please. Yes. Okay, just do it. As soon as the season is over. Put the whatever you guys do, whether or not you vote, we'll ask Chris right. Broussard. All right, put it in the voting <laughs> yes. machine, okay? And then out comes the answer. Right. Give the MVP as soon as the season is over. However many days this is right. before the playoffs start, that's when you do it. We can discuss the amazing regular season that we just witnessed, how excited we are for the playoffs. Yes. We can celebrate the person who won MVP. It's not gonna matter. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're not gonna care, just like they don't care when we all know who it is. Anyway, so just give it away. Dragging it out until the end of June is nonsense. It completely eliminates the fun and the buzz of it because we all already know who it's gonna go to, and then we all act surprised Mm -hmm. at the awards. Mm -hmm. They're still gonna give an amazing speech. They're still gonna appreciate the award. The only difference is they're not gonna be dragged through the conversation of, well, their team didn't win the championship, so is it really MVP? Yes, because it's a regular season award. So I have a solution, okay? Obviously, A, and everyone's on board with that, right? Like, we all agree the MVP needs to be given out at the regular season. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yes, Okay, we're done. Moving on. We make the rules. That's what you need to do. The second thing is, if it bothers you so much that you have to give out an award at the NBA Awards that you feel like everyone doesn't know who it is, give out a a playoff award. The best player in the playoffs. And it mm. doesn't have to be yes. the person who won a championship. Mm-hmm. For example, Kevin Durant could have easily won the best player in the playoffs award. That's sure. not what we're going to call it because that is a terrible
2: name. But
1: yeah. we'll figure out whatever the name is for it mm-hmm. and give it to that person. Make it a fan vote. And then you can vote a, You can vote on that at the yes. end of the playoffs or before the final start, whatever you want to. And I, then give that at the NBA Awards. And people won't know who that is. Yes. That'll be exciting. It's a prestigious award. It's all about being clutch and performing in the big
2: moments. I, I mean, at this point in time, the people who have MVP, NBA MVP votes are in the media, and we hear them say their vote over and over and over again, right. and it's a collection. So you know who does. We actually, know actually, who's I, winning. I've
1: Actually, I've now sorted through it. Give it right before the NBA Finals start, because... Then you're gonna mm. you'll diminish the NBA Finals MVP, right? Yes. So give it right or just vote on it, yes. not give it, but vote on it right before the finals right. start. So then that, whatever happens in the finals doesn't influence the vote. I
2: think ideally it's not because they, they want it to be someone who's currently still playing and in deep into the playoffs. So that's a distraction. Like I'm trying to think of why they don't do it at all. Like
1: they do it because they want to announce it at the awards. which is silly. It makes no sense. You
0: can okay. still have the awards. You can still the awards. Tweet it. You can just
1: tweet it, it when yeah. the regular season is no. like just as soon as it's done, let us know. Do a playoff MVP award before the finals start, so you still have the finals MVP. It's just more awards. It's great. Everyone yeah. loves more awards, yeah. right? Fix it's great. It. I just, just fixed it for you. Yeah. Just please stop it. Hear ye, hear ye. People who hate millennials are petty. Okay, mm. we get it. All right, we're millennials. We want All right, this. and the, I personally don't feel like I am a millennial because, you know, I believe in the old school like hard work and interning. And, um,. <laughs> You know money, right. getting, no yes. I did not make any money for any no, of the internships no, 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 that I ever had yeah, I think right. it's I think it's wonderful Coming from a white guy that we money right into a society that pays interns because didn't, I didn't I that, that thought never even crossed my mind that that was even a possibility I didn't even have paperwork for most of the internships I did um, so anyway no. the, point, the point is no um, I, I I do like avocados because they're delicious and they're healthy Amen. and so there's other things that I like that Millennials um, do you know like we care about our environment Yes. We care about other people. We support the disenfranchised. Yes. Um, I guess I can't speak for all of us at this mm-hmm. point, since we're quite divided at the moment. But yep. um, we do we do also agree on some weird food items. So yeah. there's this thing circulating the in- internet. Internet. how millennial are you and mm-hmm. there's a there's a score it's like 1 through 5 is cancelled uh, 6 through 10 we can just put it up why am I showing you this um, yeah. 6 through 10 is basic 11 through 15 is yes almost millennial which is millennial is f*** Right. And then, uh, well, coincidentally, 16-plus is Millennial Goals. <laughs> so that's the rating system. Uh, how many points did you get? So like, I, let me read real quickly what they are. Yes. Avocado toast, charcoal water, rainbow bagel, unicorn frap, cronut, black ice cream, ramen burger, mermaid toast, bone broth, like random weird stuff. Right. Like some of the stuff I've never... I, I don't know what bone broth is. What's bone broth? You don't bone have broth? bone broth? I've had bone broth.
2: Bone broth is a superfood... Um, is that, uh, I got the right. I like, you know, the, no, no, girl,
0: that's better than, I was just gonna say. Real fancy, expensive chicken soup.
1: I love chicken noodle it is, soup, but it's
2: like it's like drinking oil. It's supposed to be like like ultimate the fish, the ultimate fish oil pill, oh. like in like a drink. It's kind of like a. I need to just start taking fish like oil. That. My yeah. joints
1: are getting very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised there's no kale nonsense on here.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. Right? They
1: probably, they probably like, I guess they lumped it in with the green juice item. Yeah, anyway, so I had 15. So, um, yes, almost millennial. Yes. Like, there's some things on here I just don't even, like uh, turmeric latte or turmeric. I don't know how to say it, yeah, but yeah, that yeah. latte, I'm not trying that. I don't need a spicy latte. I'm um, not interested in that. I also don't believe in waffles. Like pancakes are just better. <laughs> it's not, it's
2: so a waffle sandwich—it's it, the thing that's getting you away from why you don't like waffles. Like imagine the bread of a waffle with your favorite. But I don't sandwich like the, items. I don't in like between. the
1: texture of the waffle.
2: That's fair. Yeah, that's that's the main part. So it yeah. doesn't.
1: You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. only going to eat a waffle if it's chicken and waffles.
0: Otherwise, I'm having pancakes.
2: The waffle sandwiches I've had usually have fried chicken in between, just to be or fair. Were they
0: millennial? Like, is a waffle... like That was the only thing on the list that was like... That, that's not specific to that's millennials. That's not the only that's thing. That's almond West butters.
2: Almond butter's on the list, Yeah, which almond is crazy. butter makes no sense to Rose's me. Rosé's on the list. Oak milk. Yeah, people have been oak, drinking rosé for a long time. Yeah. It
1: just... What it really should be is like a rosé, a frozen rosé.
3: Frozen. Because rosé froze
1: is the yeah. shit. Yes. Hey, if we could keep that only for millennials, I'm cool with that. Y'all, y'all don't
2: need yeah. to know nothing about Frosé it. Just really sneak like, up on you, okay? You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> Frosé. Oh my God. Froses are so good.
2: Jeez, Louise. So good. Anyways. Anyway, what was your uh, score? Uh, I had 17. I'm a true millennial. Millennial okay. goes AF. Like, I, I went through the things, I was like, I was like, well, La- LaCroix is on here
1: yeah well I mean I, 90% of my body was made up of Lacroix at one point at
2: one point exactly and yeah. I saw he, there's a bunch of stuff that I don't know but sushi burrito may be my f- favorite like item on I've this I've never list. had a sushi burrito so good oh so good
1: okay so what was your high, what was your score Heller because you are you you drink things out of a mason jar so for
0: sure uh, willingly too uh, I'd say 20 maybe 21 I can't remember if I had a cronut or not
2: okay I have definitely had a cronut with ice cream um but, and the, Ashley? but the best
0: score by far is Ashley's. Ashley, Ashley you want to tell yeah. them about it? Yes. Yeah, well
1: Ashley had a twenty-nine. Give, but
0: there's but more. Give sh- give her. She give lives her. in
1: down well, should I, I should I Well you already said you live in downtown. Yeah, she true. lives in downtown Los Angeles. It's a big place. It's a very big place. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm not downtown Los Angeles is very, very, very hipster and trendy. Yes.
2: This
0: yeah. yeah, like all those spots are there and also. Awesome. you're spots. a victim you're
1: a victim of your environment, is what you're saying.
0: Yes. yes. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and,
1: Oh, I enjoyed that so much. Um, okay, anyway, so that's everywhere. So it gave us inspiration yes. to create our own list. That's the answer you yes. wanted, right? We um, walked right into it. I know you Maybe, would. Uh, it's it's it. a, it's are you crazy, list? So are you yes. millennial or how millennial are you? This is how crazy are you? These are all things that are associated with me. Um, the name of the podcast is Maybe I'm Crazy. Mm-hmm. So we are going to put this out there on the internets for you guys to to get your get your rating of how how crazy you are, as if I am the barometer of what crazy is. Now I think I'm perfectly normal and everything. I do make sense, which also probably makes me crazy. Um, that, that's, uh, but, yeah,
2: that's evidence.
1: Um, so we'll just put this list, if, you, if we can put the list up there too, so... Um, so I don't hold it because nobody can read it if I hold it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so you do, do your little rating and share it with us. And let's find out how many of you uh, crazies out there yeah, are How, actually many, how crazy. many are crazy like Joy? Yeah.
2: Are you a Joy crazy?
1: I, I need to know what all of your ratings are, actually.
2: No, I'm, I can't wait to go through I'm got We got to get the the updated ones and then, then I'm start collecting.
1: Okay, so the ratings, the rankings are uh, one through five is your saying,
2: mm-hmm. which in
1: my opinion is the complete opposite, obviously. Uh, <laughs> six through ten, you got takes. 11 through 15, you're, yeah, you're kind of crazy. And then 16 plus is you're your crazy as f*** like me. Um, so we went around the room yes. and just did a quick rating. Heller is 18, so he's crazy as f***. Yes. Otherwise known as a woke. They just
2: <laughs> function. Dolphins fan, woke. Um,
1: Donnie has nine, so he's got takes. John Hill is 15, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but on on the edge, just tinkering more towards the crazy end. Right. Um, and Jeremy has thirteen. What is your number?
2: I, I land right at eleven. I land right at okay. eleven on so the really dr- kind of crazy. Yeah, i clearly not saying. Like
1: Crazy Jr.
2: Right, yes, yeah. All right, so
1: let us let us know what your <laughs> let us know what your ra- your uh, mm-hmm. crazy ranking is. Um so hit us up uh, at maybe I'm crazy pot, it'll be on there and on Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. and such. It's
2: a Loki. key Low, low, low,
1: No, no, no. It's always awful. I haven't It's such a good name, and we butcher <sighs> it. Maybe we just say like Hikey Loki and just try not cool. Yeah. So Hikey, the aliens are here, and Loki, you guys should go rescue them. I'm here for it. So <laughs> as I discussed earlier, um, they, the Area 51. Okay, so we all know about Area 51, right? Like yes. Area 51 is where they keep the aliens.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Allegedly. Alleg- it's a
1: government Allegedly thing, yes. Keep the aliens. Keep okay. some stuff. Now, in all fairness, I don't think there's aliens there. Because why would they keep the aliens where everybody knows the aliens are? They're clearly in another place in the middle of nowhere land that we wouldn't think that they would be. And probably very, very far underground. So yes. that's that's my uh, educated assumption. Okay, I know nothing about where the aliens are being kept. We
2: don't know anything.
1: Well, okay, so there's a Netflix special on Bob Lazar, who mm-hmm. is a, an Amer- American conspiracy theorist and self-proclaimed physicist. Okay. That is on his Wikipedia page. Yes. That is also notes provided by Ashley, who is a doubter of the alien species. Right. And the
2: Internet is trying to... As a, the government as a whole
1: they're is trying to... They're trying to throw dirt on his name. Yes. Okay, They're, they're yes. trying to
0: minimize the yes. things he said that right. turned out to be true that I learned from watching this documentary. Okay, so I'm going
1: right. to watch the documentary. Now, to be clear, I believe in aliens because mm-hmm. I'm not a narcissist. Amen. And the, the reason that I say that is because if you think that humans... And I want you to think about yourself and the things you've done in your life. And then I want you to think about other humans in general. If you think humans are the only intelligent life in the whole universe... Not just not just our planet, like right. other planets in this so this galaxy. Right. Not to get all nerdville on you, mm-hmm. but like the, the universe. You understand the universe contains other galaxies. Galaxies are big things. There's Vest. other ones. Okay. Whole universe. <laughs> We're the only creatures, right? Now a better argument would be like of course, there's other creatures. Just why the hell would they want to come here? That's a better argument. I like okay, that one. Yes. and I love Planet Earth. I try and save it all the time, and all my peoples. But I'm just saying, there's other there's other ones out there. All right. right, okay. They may not look like they do in the movies, but you know they're they're there. Maybe they do. And there's a couple of them, and the government has them, as they should. I want the government to have them. Right. Okay. So. Anyway, there was this Netflix special, and September twentieth has become the designated day Mm -hmm. that people are going to rally and go to Area Fifty One.
2: Storm, storm Area Fifty
1: One, storm. It is all over the internet. They're going to go get the aliens. Which then, of course, um, all of my my funny fellows and ladies on Twitter (sighs) decided to share the things that they would do with their alien. Which I really appreciated because that was a good five minutes of my life that I enjoyed. Right. Um, that said, I very really, I would very much like to meet an alien, you know, if the government has them, I right. feel like I could do a good interview.
2: Like a meet and greet.
1: Right. Sure. Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah, feel like, like popcorn, you know, everybody right. loves popcorn. Yeah. That's one thing everyone can agree on, right? Like we don't agree on much anymore. Like everyone in this room likes popcorn, right? Okay. Yeah. There we go. I like disagree
2: so bad just because someone I, with, do do? But I like the sweet kind. I, get not. You know yeah, I mean, like I, I do like yeah. disagree
1: on the types of popcorn, right. but I think basic popcorn, everyone agrees it's on It's like it. food fidgeting. Right. It is. It's just, it's just a great snack. It's the greatest yes. snack ever, probably, if you really think about it. So... <laughs> We'll have some popcorn and discuss alien things. That said, please don't go and try and storm a government um, facility right, because yes. the thing is, they'll shoot you on yes. site and they have every right to because if there's big signs and the big fences yes. and the the you know the barbed wire and the electric mm-hmm. and the sign. It very, they give you fair warning that invading mm-hmm. this space will result in your. Imminent death. By the so least. I don't want to encourage people to do that, but I do think we should find the aliens and rescue them in a safer way.
2: Live stream, please. Whatever you guys do when you head down there, September twentieth. you Might know ask, you know, if, ask. We can, if we can meet one of them. Mm-mm.
0: If they kill you with alien weapons, though, in a sense, you're a martyr for the cause because you proved that we have alien it's technology. Fair. I think they're going to use. I think they're going to use. You think guns are sufficient? Probably they're to use Earth weapons. Yeah. 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 Somebody said you
2: can't. They can't shoot all of us, and like they can. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. That's incorrect. So please yeah. don't go storm any government facility. I'm not advocating for that. But shout out to the aliens if they're listening. Hey.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So high key... I, I, I hate anonymous GM quotes. High key, I hate yes. them. But low key, they're really good for the business because they give us content. So yeah, they make the show. Um, it's the end of the year, so now they're 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 talking mm-hmm. the anonymous GMs, and they told Rick Buecher, our very own Rick Buecher, Um out. they had some opinions about Clay Thompson. Uh, Clay Thompson's who, who's Clay Thompson's kind of like popcorn we can all agree on it right <laughs> except for this anonymous so. GM this this weird person doesn't like Clay Thompson he says my minority owners with the warriors floated the idea of seeing if Clay might give the team a hometown discount <laughs> 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 oh. This guy's funny too. Um, But abandoned it over fear, he jumped to the Clippers or the Lakers. Um, His media shyness and stoic locker room presence also leave a few max salary boxes unchecked. Quote, he's a good player, but he's not a leader. He just shows up in hoops. Uh, I'm trying to see, I'm looking for the problem, but I don't see it. Probably my glasses. (laughs) So I don't understand what's the problem. First of all, Clay Thompson is. like, like I said, he's like popcorn. Everyone agrees. Clay right. Thompson would be great on any team That's in it. the NBA. Yes, without question, he is no drama. As he clearly said, he just shows up in hoops. He's really good at the hooping part. Mm-hmm. He is crucial in big moments. He plays both sides of the court, and Very he can well. shoot the three. Where's the pro- Where's the problem? The- what do you mean leader? First of all, everybody can't be the leader. That's the point of having a leader. <laughs> Like, it's a what do you mean? Word. Like, sometimes you just need guys who are good locker room guys who yeah. are like good friends and don't talk a lot and don't need all the credit. Like, everybody can't be the leader. You can't have too much of the same thing. Isn't that what the issue was with Kevin Durant and Steph mm. Curry there? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. What are you talking about? I would truly like for the identity to be revealed of the person who feels like their team would not. Not benefit from right. having Klay
2: Thompson sounds like on their team. This guy doesn't like Kawhi Leonard either.
1: Also, um, well, those, it, those the well same... they might be the same person. It might not. We can't. We can't, cannot confirm or deny. We That's have true. to ask uh, Rick Buecher. Maybe he'll tell us. He probably won't because then they would burn his source. But. Right. The point is, also, I just want to give a shout out to the minority owners who thought Clay like, Thompson was gonna take less money, it's so funny. Probably the dude that shoved so Kyle funny. Lowry, it's dude. So get out to of me. here, like, get out that? of you here, did bro. Why do that, it's so funny. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why do you take less money? <laughs> it's not a
2: dollar It's, it's not such a good joke. I'm comfortable with the it's fake laugh. It's so stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Oh my
2: God. Silliness, he Oh. He should've taken less and went to the Lakers.
1: What is it, why? And then also he said or this person, we don't have the same person right. um, said about Kawhi, one Western Conference GM stopped short of describing him as a leader because of his sphinx-like demeanor I would I would love to be described as sphinx-like demeanor yeah. and his limited playmaking ability Kawhi is great at getting his but doesn't elevate anyone, he doesn't rally his team Okay, so there's a lot to pick apart here but I'm going to keep it short. Um, the playmaking ability could be associated with his assists and passing, which uh, of all the critiques you can make of Kawhi Leonard's game, which is basically one, he doesn't have a lot of assists. Okay, so I guess that's what he's talking about there. Um, He doesn't elevate anyone. Well, he just carried an entire team to the championship, the first in the Raptors history. Yeah, (laughs) thank you for correcting me. An entire land to a championship. So that's just patently absurd. He doesn't rally his team, it's interesting, but again, I don't care, because Kyle Lowry was the vocal leader of that team, and everyone knows that, mm. and you can say what you want about Kyle Lowry's game, but you can't say he's not a good leader, and not a good teammate, and not a great representation of the Toronto Raptors, because he is, yes. so you don't need everybody to be that, you only need one person to be that, and the they, yes, like it doesn't have to be the best player oh, yeah, though, yeah, Kawhi like, Leonard right, yeah. was the best player, well, yeah. doesn't have to be, it just has. he just has to be respected. It doesn't even have to be the guy. Like sometimes it's the leader on the team is is a guy like a veteran that's been there. Like it, the, uh, nobody gets to decide that just because you're the superstar, you're also the leader. That's an incredible asset to right, have. Right. Like everybody's not LeBron James. No.
0: No, My, like Michael, Michael Jordan
1: wasn't always the best teammate yeah. he punched Steve Kerr in the face Yes, probably that's not a it. nice thing to do to your friends mm-hmm. okay like uh, I've may have not done that before but like the point is, is you don't you don't you don't do that <laughs> yeah. in general if that's how you want to keep relationships yeah, and, and, and I really love, love MJ he's the greatest player of all time but yeah. the, every intangible doesn't have to match up to in order to equal greatness and winning it's just like huh oh so this is a guy that didn't need Kawhi either which which one of the teams the NBA teams was that
2: it sounds like are more.
1: Well, that's false. That is false.
2: Loser power rankings,
1: loser power rankings, Okay, we've been over this many times, but y'all gotta stop fat shaming people. Mm. First of all, people out here trying to live their best life, all right? Yes, and attention. you should try it too. Okay. I, I can't remember who posted it, but someone posted it the other day life is not about being skinny and that's true it's not I don't i I, I do not subscribe to the idea of being skinny yeah, it's fair. too much work and I like bread too much
0: yes, um actually really I don't really eat
1: that much bread but bagels. And other carbs. So and lots of cheese. Although cheese doesn't affect me. So in general, I just eat what I want and then my body does what it wants with it. But anyway, the point is Zion's getting fat-shamed.
2: Yes, he is.
1: And it's kind of ridiculous. Coach K had something to say about it. Um Barkley said that he needed to lose some weight, that he's I mean, he basically he's playing around 280. In general, Zion is going to have to watch his weight and his body because he's a big guy and he is plays with a lot of power right. and torque. And we know that's what his game is. Yes, his and spring
2: gravity is on his back every time he lands. Yes, yes. and he lands hard because mm-hmm.
1: it's a it's a lot. And so we saw light. his shoe explode. So yes. there's, there's no question. Yes, mm-hmm. there's no question about this whatsoever. I've never seen that in my life. I'm sure it's happened, but that was dramatic for all yeah. of us, okay? Especially for Zion. But you are not a trained uh, nutritionist, okay? Or trainer. And even if you are a trained trainer, I guarantee you're not the type of trainer that's going to train Zion Williamson. That's for sure. Yes. Okay, so... There's like three great trainers, great, great, great trainers in the whole world if we're just keeping it all the way 100 right now, mm-hmm. all right? And Zion's going to have one of them, and he's going to have a great nutritionist, and he's not going to be out eating food at random New Orleans stops every single day, okay? I love New Orleans food. Blue crab beignets mm. ain't unlike it in the world, okay? There's nothing like New Orleans food. It's delicious.
2: Best Blade Marys you ever found. Best Blade
1: Marys ever. Yeah. Okay, everything here is great. Mm-hmm. Okay, everything. But... That's not what Zion's there for. He's not there for your weekend party in New Orleans, all right? He's not getting hurricanes at no. the corner bar. Like that's not what he's there to do. Yeah. So stop comparing your lives. You're not Zion Williamson. Right. It's you silly on vacation
2: nonsense. compared to Zion yeah. like, well, living not house? Zion cannot
1: be. On the... There's <laughs> no way he's gonna make it through this. <laughs> yeah, that that drink that's this big, that's that much sugar and juice and two percent right. tequila. Like you're not drunk. You you're sick right that's what it is okay that's the point of that it's not the same thing he's gonna be fine he is aware of his body he'll be all right it's gonna be fine also why are you fat shaming jason momoa
2: mm, the dead body he has he's on vacation too that was him on vacation okay
1: just so you guys know mm-hmm. i know this is going to be breaking news but the marvel characters in the movie they don't just walk around life looking like that no they go through very strenuous Training regimens and nutritionists yes. of the Marvel level, yes. okay, so that they can look like superheroes. Yes. Do you know why superheroes look like superheroes? Because they're not real. I'm glad we go. glad we, we established also, that. Also, uh,
2: DC is Aquaman. Just wanted to uh, Aquaman's DC, DC oh my Aquaman. God, whatever. Just wanted, uh, thank, thank you for, say thank, that you for, for out-nerding my nerd thank you for out-nerding out me. Thank
1: you for out nerding me. I apologize. <laughs> okay. Anyway, superhero guy. <laughs> So, okay. So, LeBron and AD, remember they were going to switch jerseys? That yes. whole thing happened? Well, that got canceled. Uh-oh.
0: Um,
1: yeah. All right. Well, let's go over this really quickly. So, the NBA notified the Lakers that there was a March 15th deadline for jersey changes, and mm-hmm. it would it had passed, and it w- they would waive it for them to switch jerseys if Nike complied. And Nike said that the unused inventory uh, inventory of the LeBron James number 23 jerseys had already been produced. And it would have been a financial hit well into the tens of millions. So that got canceled. And of course. And now, look, I'm not going to point the blame at anybody because it's really not that big of a deal at the end of the day. It's just kind of like embarrassing. But um, everyone was like freaking out. And it was like LeBron James' fault. And like, then they were mad at the league. And then they're like, mad at Nike for like, "Mm, no. Like, there's a reason why Nike's a billion dollar company. And it's because they don't eat tens of millions of dollars in jerseys because LeBron and AD want to, swap jersey numbers. That's not how it works. And in general, like I don't, I try to not be like all adulty and factual about stuff, but like that's how it works. Like you buy a bunch of product and you sell it for like you get good margins because you buy more of it. Like that's how it works. Mm So it's a very simple process. Someone forgot to ask Nike before they told LeBron it was okay to change the jersey. That's basically probably what happens. I feel like you should have went through that extra step before you announced it. It's all good. We're all gonna have the same jersey. Um, Just all the theories that I had about him wearing number six are are no more. And finally, um, so the Sixers and Ben Simmons. So Ben Simmons and Philadelphia agree to a five-year, one hundred seventy million dollars contract extension. Great for Ben Simmons. I love when players get paid. I have no problem with that. My issue with the Sixers is I don't understand. I don't understand what they're doing. Like I don't. I don't get how the the way the team is set up. Just the thing. So he doesn't. We all know Ben Simmons can't shoot. Like that's not. That's not even like a joke anymore. Not yet.
0: Right now he can't. That's fair to say. We don't even know if when he does shoot, if it's going to be left-handed or right-handed yet.
1: There's a lot of questions with the very fundamental thing that you have to do in basketball, which is shoot. The
2: basketball imagine how good he is at everything else though
1: he is really good at Real everything good. else which yeah. is why he's so good at everything else but shooting that mm-hmm. they gave him a 5 year on a 70 million dollar contract which is insane it. if he could actually manage to get his shot together what kind of player he would be but mm-hmm. it's not even really about ben simmons because they know that he can't shoot I, i'm not an nba scout i'm not revealing that to anyone everyone knows that it's very easy to see but why are you building your team the way that you are with non not shooters when you're just you're paying Ben Simmons, he doesn't have the lane. Joel Embiid, massive, massive, yeah. massive guy, yeah. is in the lane. I don't get what the Sixers are doing. I'm with Colin on this. It's very confusing, and I don't. I just I know everyone just keeps bringing up the Sixers when it comes to the conversation in the East this year, um, looking forward. But I'm not. I've not bought into that yet. I know the process is dead though.
2: Yeah, it's another process to start nope. it's a deb- No, 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 no. no. There's no
1: more processes. You no can't. More process? Nope. We can't overprocess something. Yeah. We it's it's gone to the overprocessing stage. It's no longer usable. <laughs> okay. All right. With amigos culture report this week.
2: Stranger Things three came out uh, the weekend of July fourth. We've given the crazy gang plenty of time to. Watch it if they're going to. Yeah. Binge much.
1: watch it. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. We're gonna spoil it right yes. now. So if you haven't seen Stranger Things, just literally we're gonna scrub g- a little bit forward we and had a-
2: <laughs> We <laughs> went we went deep in the production meeting about all the things about it, but I wanted yeah. to break it down to one big pro one big con for each season go ahead
1: Um, one big pro for the season was I very much enjoyed it I thought that they like this I was compelled every single week Mm -hmm. the one and I I thought the ending was great like I I think they could have ended the series on it that's how good the last episode was Yes, Uh, which is rare Mm -hmm. the one con that I have with it is I wish that they would have let Billy's character like just be Billy for a little bit longer I know he was Like irritating in the last season, but we needed to like reconnect to him as like a human person before the mind flare took him over. Like it happens so fast, and then once the mind flare takes you over, you can't really be mad at them anymore because like it's not them, right? You know what I mean? So that was my that was my one critique and a deep dive creatively for me.
2: I like well, my pro was they finally found the right villain for us to care about because. Billy was kind of weird, and he was like mean to the kids. But we also didn't know what to be mad at. Last second season, the first season was Papa and Elle's dad, and like nobody really cared about that. and mm-hmm. Also, yeah, Will being like good and bad was was like weird or whatever. Abusing, but yeah. Just making it Billy, making it the one guy giving him a voice with out of Billy's Billy's mouth. Yeah.
1: We can we can digest it. Yeah, that. I'm very good. You know I mean? I'm very on on it with the with right. the one very just centralized that person. villain. Yeah, um, and, and then, the Russians,
2: of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, the Russians. I know.
1: As a as a whole, we've kind of forgotten the Russians are the enemy.
2: Yes, and they reminded us. Thank yeah, they you. did. Yes. Thank you for that political. Watching 45, you trying to trying to know us asleep. We you know will, what I'm saying?
1: We woke out here. Thank you, Stranger Things. All um, right, was the con?
2: And then the was, I feel like the guys that I fell in love with at first, like all of them together, just spend too much time apart. We feel like we got like. An hour total of everybody in the same room. Yeah. You know I, can what I mean? Feel like, that. that was my only kind of qualm to the whole thing, but I did enjoy everyone kind of finding themselves in L and Max. Love that game. Yeah, gang, it was a coming gang. of age story. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and they, they gave up Dungeons and Dragons. So it's like, it was realistically, but realistically now, they might as well turn this thing to Save by the Bell. Like, we can watch them in high school, I'm saying? Like, I think it's, college. No,
1: I think we're, I think I, we're I, gonna, I, I personally would be fully content with that being the last season. As oh, much yeah, as I love sure. it, I, I, I liked the ending so much, I would be comfortable with that. Yeah. Okay, what else is up?
2: Um, Bond we finally have a personal, person of color slotted to star in the James Bond film and it's not Idris how do you say his last name Elba okay anyways uh, basically James Bond franchise continue with Bond 25 and this film 007 played by Daniel Craig is going to retirement but he's p- replaced by a character played by Lashana Lynch who was Captain Marvel's best friend in Captain Marvel Uh, she's supposed to come in and be the new James Bond but at the end of the movie I guess this is all rumors
1: well she's playing she's gonna play 007
2: 007 so
1: the agent 007 is gonna be played by her
2: but she's also supposed to be his love interest so they're trying to be woke-ish, like back not, in the Halle Berry
1: I did days I not know that and that, yes. that changes everything but also also this more what about, about
0: work life separation why, well, Daniel, why do they have to
1: have a the, why they're going they to do have the, have the whole interest. movie like
0: that and then Dan
2: Craig is supposed to come back out of retirement to beat uh the guy who played uh Freddie Mercury and in, um and in Boasting Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be back, so like it's, it's just really just a placeholder. Interesting. But we're supposed to be. Well, it's, we'll, it's,
1: fo- we'll follow the story. But shout James out James Bond is trying it. to
2: be diverse. Yes. Yeah. Which we appreciate.
1: <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us this week. Thank you to T.J. Hushmanzada for stopping hey. by. Make sure that you subscribe on YouTube. Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. Um, follow Brandon Newman Show 99 on everything. Yes. Joy Taylor talks yes. at Maybe I'm Crazy Pod mm-hmm. and check out the update with Brandon Newsman yep. on Friday. Mm-hmm. Make sure you subscribe so you can check that out and get it first we are on Apple Podcasts we are on YouTube we are on SoundCloud we are on Spotify and we are on iHeartMedia yes um, so thanks for joining us I'll catch you next week bye maybe I'm crazy maybe I'm crazy maybe I'm not oh ah!